0: Oh, I recognize that face. You're in trouble, aren't you? Well, I'll take you out to the Outer Rim, but I don't think it's going to do you much good. Why? Oh, there's a new bounty hunting group. You haven't heard? There's a two-faced twiwick and a pugilist droid. If I were you, I'd do my best to avoid the Salonian captain and the gandroid tech. Better watch your back or you're going to get wrecked. Riding on the sky on fire Heading to the edge of the empire Your number's up and now you gotta pay Running from the heroes of the Hidean Way Ooh. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way the crew of the Sky on Fire elected to earn Illoven's information by removing Flutterplume from the current brackets. To put their best foot forward, Ilan did some snooping on the network. Flutterplume was from outside of Rollport, a human whose only job was in the ring at the Loaded Savrip, a casino with an entire floor dedicated to fights. Once there, they found out that the only way to speak with a contender was to be one. So Vistrano stepped up and into the ring as the Cold Shoulder. But how would he fare against a seasoned fighter? Find out in this week's episode, A Solid Connection.
2: Welcome to Heroes of the Heidian Way. This is a live-play podcast that explores published adventures set in the Fantasy Flight Games' Star Wars RPG line. Our current adventure is Mask of the Pirate Queen, and this is Act 2, Episode 3. And I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure.
1: Good evening. My name is Billy. I am a droid. I am also what is known as an
3: Enforcer. And I am Vistrano and I am, I am, I am just a simple doctor, A.K.A. the Cold Shoulder. Bow, bow, bow. That that too, yes. I am Barrowin,
0: ship captain, and uh, I don't know, fight manager maybe. Apparently today, <laughs> Ilan Cav here.
4: Uh, Ilan believes uh, for this particular arrangement, Ilan is what is known as a. Cutman is is that is that the correct term Vistrano?
3: Close and enough, sure. Yes.
4: Oh also, Ilan is a droid
0: tech slash outlaw tech. You know Vistrano's not a droid, right? Uh, beings and droids, they, they all they all function fairly <laughs> similar. Good, good. I'm glad I'm glad that we're all on the same page. Ooh, Vistrano, what does this tool do?
3: Please don't use that on me. No, no, that that would hurt. It's
0: the Carapace
1: hacksaw.
2: To learn more about our characters, we get one hero to ask another a question. Today, it is Berwin's turn to ask.
0: So, Ilan. Yes, Berwin. Obviously, you've made something of yourself in the in the droid tech and bounty hunter vocations. Uh, you know, thanks. Partially to my tutelage, um. But when you were a little gand, did you always want to be a bounty hunter, or uh, did you have different different dreams as a young child? Ilin wanted to be
4: a bounty hunter from a very very young age. Hmm. Let's try to think back further further than that. Ilan means uh, a lot of the Calf Clan wanted wanted Ilin to. Become a mechanic, which Ellen has done in addition to the bounty lifestyle. Uh, I suppose if there's a, a different vocation, uh, not a very uh, realistic one, well, Ilan wanted to be a, a a hero of sorts. Um, there were these like data comics that uh, occasionally would would sneak onto uh, on the and. Uh, there they would be colorful characters wearing outrageous outfits and with capes and things of that nature. And, and they would, um well, r- right wrongs and things of that nature. Coming about Bounty Hunter is more realistic in, in the end, and, and Ilan still gets to dress uh, quite fashionably. But a cape would be nice.
0: I, I feel like I understand more about your fashion sense. Don't know if I wanted to understand more about your fashion sense. <laughs> I
1: feel as though I would request that capes are not allowed in the engine room. Probably, Probably a good idea.
0: idea. Follow-up question. Yes, one. Did 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 any of these costumed heroes in these data comics have like rules against lighting things on fire? <laughs> uh, yes. Because <laughs> the ones we had on Salonia... Albeit a little more independent than some of the big ones out in Republic space, a lot of them wouldn't kill people. For instance, yes, it was the same for the the
4: Data Comics that Ilan grew up with. Uh, but Bounty Hunters kill people regularly, so it's okay. Oh, I see. Uh, question now to Barrowin.
0: Were oh, any I don't of these know if that's allowed.
4: <laughs> Were any of these heroes Solonians in the Data Comics you saw? Because Cap never saw any Gand. The The ones Cavred.
0: No, uh, Salonian. Salonians didn't really get representation in the big superhero universes until the uh, Bronze Age.
2: (laughs) Ah. The camera starts out pointing straight down. There is a hexagonal, uh, fighting floor that appears to be streaked with blood. It has. Supports at the six corners and force fields going between. In the middle, you've got a hark who is standing there on with a black and white top that's like striped and a cap over their head. Reaching up with one of their hands, they bring down a microphone to their uh, mandibles and go. Welcome to the Gamorian Arena. For today's fight, we have the Anvil in this corner. At which point, some of the crowd goes, "Yay! Whoa! And uh, and in this corner we have the Cold Shoulder.
0: Yay! Yeah! Go, but uh, have cold shoulders. With
1: more, e- the chip on his shoulder. With more enthusiasm, Berwyn. What, what does that even mean? <laughs> it does not have to make sense. Thank you, Billy. Please hold. Can Billy, Billy give, give
4: Cav a boost?
1: Can Cav
0: sit on Billy's shoulders? <laughs> and cut. I think. I think to be able to <laughs> do that for Cav, you need to have at least one advantage. Uh,
2: um. Okay. So
0: to give to give Cav a boost.
2: Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so moving on, you've got the anvil coming in from the other side. This looks to be a relatively muscular uh human. They're coming in, it they're wearing this very uh, bright yellow with blue sequence on it outfit. That you can tell that this person has a fair amount of muscle on them, like. Definitely more than average, but it doesn't look like they're a complete meathead. And they've got, over their f- face, they've got a mask that covers their hair, their eyes, and just over their nose. Leaving open their mouth, where you can see like the bottom part of a goatee. They step up to the uh, force field and... They get in as people are cheering. They're just sort of raising their hands up, pumping. It's like trying to work the crowd as much as they can. And so how does Vestrano enter into the ring?
3: So Vestrano had already removed his coat and handed it to Kav, um, which means that Vestrano just has his underlayer on, which is sort of like a dull olive green, um, very basic, um, and Vistrano, with the very brief amount of time that he had, tried to make himself look vaguely more interesting, so he just got some water and just slicked back his hair. Um, but Vistrano is fairly interesting looking, regardless. he's blue, you know, with yellow uh, facial tattoos.
4: W- would Vistrano like
1: to borrow Ilan's sunglasses?
3: I think I need to be able to see. <laughs> so I think that he he would
1: also, I feel like your head's too wide.
3: Quick, probably. Shut up, so like, Billy. But I, but I do envision it, that Vestrano's underlayer is more of a like sleeveless thing. So he's like, he starts to walk in, and he's trying to look a mix of dignified but also flexing.
4: Oh, we need to get him a rose.
3: And uh then when he looks at the audience, just because this is fun and interesting, then he'll just you know run his hands through his hair one more time just to look cool. He also wrinkles his nose at the color scheme of the the other fellow because, I mean, come on, I'm already yellow and blue.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Do you do a cool head shake and send a little bit of water flying for that extra sparkle?
3: Yeah, why not?
2: All right, to start off with, I do want to get initiative, which is going to be a cool role.
1: Instead of uh, boosting Cav, Billy will just force people out of the way so Cav can be up front.
0: How far away are the closest seats to the ring?
2: There's just enough room for, like, a three or four foot wide path around. Like, just enough so that one person can walk around the ring. And there's the ring, and then up. There isn't even, like, there's a waist-high uh, barrier, but it there doesn't look to be anything really covering anyone.
3: I'm vaguely concerned that I just used the dice karma for this which is sad because I got two success <laughs> and
2: triumph well you do get a
0: free maneuver off of that um, if possible Barrowin would like to be sort of like just on the sidelines as if as if she was part of Vistrano's like team
2: alright yeah I'm sort of th- I'm figuring that the three of you can be down and in Vestrano's corner
0: hooray carry on
2: with this no well, they didn't do too bad themselves so i yeah i guess i am i guess Vastrano goes f- okay now the i'm going to do this slightly differently and sadly slightly more drawn out but i am going to consider this much more of a duel than a like the first punch on this is almost more of a duel as people are sort of getting their hands up they're trying to Uh, jab at each other they're trying to intimidate and that sort of thing so the first round here is sort of going to be in two parts one is going to be not necessarily punching but it is going to be yeah more of eyeballing trying to psych people out any of that sort of thing so pretty much like if you're wanting to use deception or coordination to try and like get into Jump off one of the posts or something like that, or athletics, I guess that also would work. Can you be scary?
3: Oh, wow! Um,
2: like something, yeah, like something showy for the audience as you're trying to set up to do your first hit on them.
1: Britt, 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 you're you're a doctor, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, what's up? Sorry,
1: so you know that part in uh the robert downey jr sherlock holmes when he does that okay so anyway he's he's eyeballing his enemy and and he's like um i'm gonna do this which will sever this nerve ending or dislocate that shoulder kind of
3: well see as as ben was was talking about that I was thinking, oh, well, you know, obviously, Fastrano would be sitting there trying to figure out an- anatomically, like, where the best spots to strike are, but that's not showy.
0: I mean, there's a certain showiness just delivering, like, a couple really well placed jabs that sit into the ground. I mean, that also could work.
1: Like, a knowledge. Um, what is knowledge doctor?
2: Knowledge xenology or a medicine check would definitely work.
3: All right, so I, I feel like. Um, yeah, I don't really think that Vistrano is much of a, like a trash talker. So
2: seems fair legit. enough.
3: Yeah, I think that um, because Vestrano likes to think of himself as being very smart, he's going to just be very cool and calm and size this guy up anatomically, and hoping that him just staying there still will start to psych the guy out. Like, because he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to look like nervously standing there. He wants to just look calculatingly. Staring there, but also trying to figure out where where he's gonna punch when he does his really badass punch. All
2: right. So in that case, what I kind of would like to get you to do a average, uh, cool check. Tech. Like technically, this is a pose, but the guy doesn't really have anything. Though I'm sort of thinking, with everything going on, all the distractions, because there are people cheering in the stands, that would add a setback. So it would be two purple and one setback.
1: Can we add a boost for for the fact that they're um, playing to their strengths by eyeballing for anatomy and stuff? Yeah, I
2: can go with it.
3: One whole lonely little advantage.
2: The anvil's going to do is, yeah, there's force fields here, but it's more, they aren't the shocking variety, apparently. Because as you're standing there trying to sort of get beat on Uh, the anvil and see how everything's gonna go he is attempting to climb up onto one of these um posts and do the do a flying leap onto uh where Vastrano would be to try and get a better position and just completely distract Vastrano from trying to punch him so that sounds actually fairly difficult. I'm figuring that that's going to be a hard check. If there's anything that you're wanting to do to add to it, like, by all means, suggestions are welcome.
1: Well, can you get a setback
2: with Brit's advantage? If that's what Britt's wanting to do with it, sure. Because, I mean, you are oh, yeah. being
1: weird
3: yeah no, I like that. I was sitting here looking at my sheet, trying to figure, but yeah, right. like can that totally we give a, him a
1: setback for for being behind and just screaming and and yelling like crazy, being scary <sighs> no, no
2: yeah i'm I'm sort of figuring that most things in the ring are going to be at a setback, oh really, on account of just general distractions so
1: we're just part of that setback 'cause i I figure Billy's got like her fingers in the mesh, kind of shaking it like
2: yeah. All right. Since light sides aren't being used, I will do that. Huh. Technically, it's slightly worse than Vastrano. On account of, as opposed to getting a disadvantage, this is now a uh, failure and an advantage. So yeah, as they're going sailing, they're coming down either just in front of Vastrano or just to the side of Vastrano. And now Vastrano is able to... Uh, punch them and they get no defense and nothing else so i am going to flip this using the last of my destiny points and using the advantage to give you two setback and so the difficulty on the punch would be one red one purple and two setback one from them and one from everyone roaring
3: I see you telling me to flip, but I don't want to because if I succeed, I want to be able to flip the point to do more damage.
2: ooh,
1: that's right, you have a magic power,
2: yeah, you can do that or you can make it chilly. Take a pick either way. I'm like putting the guy down definitely works,
3: yeah, I just wanna I just want punch one success, so I got a success, which means I do four damage for pressure point, four strain. And then I can flip a point to do three more damage, so that is eleven twelve. That is twelve strain.
5: And that bypasses Soak,
0: right? Dadgum! Is it all bypass soak?
3: Yes. Yep.
2: Doctors are nasty. Yep. All of that would the entire hit would. So you've got four medicine, huh?
3: Uh yes.
2: That is disturbing. So
1: Dadgum Brett.
2: Alright, so you hit him. He's going pretty he seems to be going pretty woozy. Like the hit lands and per gets close to knocking him out. He's looking kinda punch drunk. And I'm going to go with he's still with it enough to actually try and punch you, but it might be on his way going down.
3: When I when I see that he looks a little uh woozy, I'm just going to uh uh, look up at the crowd, I think he underestimated me. What do you all think? yeah,
1: yeah! yeah! he chose poorly
2: <laughs> <laughs> <All> right <laughs> It's actually a semi reasonable point. Do you want to uh flip on him or no?
3: Oh, that has never come up before either um
5: I, I mean you can make sure that you don't get hit at all here.
1: yeah, how cool would that be God Oh, no, no, this is right, a light, slight point.
5: And gives <laughs> hit. Uh, gives um the just upgrade him. enemy yeah. an upgrade. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: upgrade the anvil in a bad way.
5: So purple becomes a red.
1: Aiming is just taking in a maneuver, and not move like not moving. You're just taking that moment to focus,
0: so you can get yourself a boost. Yeah, aim aim can be done with any attack.
3: Not gonna lie, I definitely glossed over that section because I'm like, oh, I'm not a ranged fighter.
1: And you're, ter- you're not a rage <laughs> Just moved on. you're a precision fighter. <laughs> Terrifying.
2: Exactly. And Billy's the rage fighter. Alright, so... Uh, setback for the crowd, setback f- because kind of woozy upgrade. And I'm not flipping one for him because I don't think he's with it enough. So... hit. They hit to do a grand total of four damage. Uh, before soak and then falls over actually i'm going with they fall they hit but their momentum is in such a way that they fall over onto vastrano
5: that's what a wound or a strain in the end in
2: this case it would be a wound because yeah they're done
1: so it's
5: just enough to draw a little bit of blue blood before it goes down
1: Half blue blood
5: i mean i think vantorn's a blue blood I believe they
2: do.
4: I I mean,
5: especially Vastrano should be blue-blooded, right?
2: With that, the heart comes over and like, On the winner here, the cold shoulder! Like, with one hand raising uh, Vastrano's arm up, and the other one sort of patting uh, Vastrano on the back at the same time.
3: I, I like to think that when, you know, Vestrano imagined this cold shoulder persona in his head, he, he's he just, he's got this thing now where he's, he's now just sort of like looking up at the crowd, but like not looking at anyone's eyes, just trying to be like aloof. <laughs> he's playing a role here. It's,
2: yeah. Quickly, a doctor comes out, gives smelling salts to the anvil and takes him off into their corner. The hark sort of leans over Vistrano's shoulder. It's like, Renner, media will meet you in the uh, locker room. Good shot on your first boat.
3: Uh, thank you very much. Yes. Um, but Vistrano, before he rushes over to meet everyone else and go to the locker room, is going to go to the doctor that's helping the anvil and just kind of like whisper down, oh, well, I punched that muscle right there. So you might want to make sure that you, uh, yes, right. Yes. That'll help. Yes. All right. Uh, apologies. And
2: walk away. <laughs> so inside, there's Renner. Has a small stack of cred chits. Good stack of ten of them. Hands them to yep, oh, I think you got real talent there. Well, since the Anvil won't be fighting in his next match, how about you take over for him? I'll pay you a standard rate, too.
3: I should need to consult with my crew. Manager. Uh, but I, I will let you know.
2: As you're sort of turning back to the rest of the crew, you see that each of the cred chits in the stack is a hundred cred chit.
3: Still trying to play it cool. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll take those. Yeah. Then I'll walk over to Berwyn and just hand them to her.
0: Oh, um, I mean, you paid the entry fee.
3: Didn't you? To get into this place.
0: Well, I paid the entry to the place fee. You paid the entry to the fight fee.
3: Well, I'll take my two back, and then I'll give you three, and then it's even.
0: Okay,
4: sure. The, the, then Cav can get, get the next one?
3: Oh, right, yes, yes, sorry. Uh, and I'll I'll take uh, one, and I'll give Cav one. No, no, no.
0: Vestrano doesn't have to do that yet. Barrow Barrowin will give
2: Cav one. <laughs> okay, just so that everyone's clear, there was... A thousand credits in the stack.
5: Oh,
3: wait! Uh, what?
1: Oh,
5: oh! That was supposed to be five hundred.
1: Yeah, it was, it was five hundred. Was base pay?
3: Yeah, that's what I.
2: It was five hundred for losing.
5: Oh. Oh. Okay,
0: so how are you splitting that up then?
3: Okay, then then
1: Billy's just standing around looking menacing to make sure nobody's interested.
0: Well, Cav's been. Cav spent one and Barrowin spent three getting everybody in here in the first place, so if you want to if you want to pay us back, that's four hundred total.
3: You know, the Vistrano's gonna take two, and two to Cav, four to Barrowin, and two to Billy. I did nothing. You know, moral support. Thank you, Vistrano.
4: Maybe, Maybe the crew, crew should get out of bounty hunting.
3: Perhaps
1: after we no longer have the Zong Consortium on our Tails, as it were.
0: You were really great up there, Vastrano. Agreed. That was excellent execution.
3: Thank you, but I would really like to get to the locker room so that I can scream into a towel or something.
4: Oh, Oh, of of course! course.
3: (laughs) Alright, great. And then just beeline to behind the scenes.
5: Like Vastrano screaming into his coat.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, as soon as they're behind the scenes, just like... Oh!
5: Cap just, like, gives, like, two pats to Mastrata's back, like, it'll be okay.
3: All right, well, we we did that. Let's talk to the person now. That
2: oh. there was your first fight, I see. You did pretty good up there. Oh, hmm. Who's talking to us? Uh, A woman who looks like she just got out of the uh, shower. She's got a robe on. It looks to be more functional than, like, one of those satin silk robes that boxers wear. It's much more of, like, yeah, like, general bathrobe, I guess. And, like, (laughs) hair uh, in a towel looking at you, walking over. It's like, yeah, looks like you did a pretty good job up there. I mean, the anvil's nothing really to sneeze at. And you were able to put him down with... Pretty much a punch. I could see that he landed something, but I don't know that you actually did he hurt you at all? As they're sort of bobbing and looking, seeing if there's anything under the like that can be seen through the uh under layer.
3: Uh no, I'm 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 i I'm 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 fine. Uh and he's gonna kinda like reach up and just wipe a little bit of, like, blood that's, like, coming out of his nose. Just, yeah, yeah, no, it's just a a little bit of a, just a a scratch. Well,
2: that, that is quite a performance. You're going to be one to watch around here, I think.
3: Oh, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm no professional. I'm,
2: I'm a
3: hobby of sorts. No, we're nothing like the, I'm certainly in, in no league as, the butterfly,
0: flutter plume,
3: <laughs> flutter bloom.
2: To which <laughs> she's just gonna smile. Well, if that was your first fight, you definitely know how to handle yourself. I'm I'm really surprised at someone just stepping into the ring. Do you have any previous experience?
3: Not in an actual. Well, but I, I'm, I'm a doctor, you see and so you know i just i just know uh anatomy
2: i can see how that would be a thing
3: he he's getting rather flustered at the lady in the bathroom
2: hmm. at which point <laughs> like during the conversation the lady is moving to one of the i'm going with like concrete dressing stalls with a a shower curtain over it that she's taken a sports bag gone in there and there's rummaging going around or going on in behind the screen but she's still able to talk through
3: when she turns to do that uh, Vistrano turns and looks at everyone else with that wide-eyed look of help me <laughs> what? what what's, what's
0: wrong, wrong Vistrano Vistrano? Uh, Vistrano let's um let's you and I go over here for a minute and get you cleaned up
3: Yes, thank you, uh, Billy. Manager, of, uh, manager, captain.
0: See if, see if you can learn more about Flutterplume.
3: Okay. okay. Yes, captain.
0: Quick question: How obvious is it that this person is Flutterplume?
3: Is it? I mean, I assumed. I well, feel like yes. Vosran <laughs> <laughs> did not assume.
0: <laughs> Narratively speaking, probably absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like. Like how much how much I'm of the images that we've seen are like are recognizably this person, or like does her costume really
2: cover her face so it's hard to tell or what? Uh, yeah, her costume really does cover her face, and actually, someone obscures the uh, look of her head. Even. Okay. So. So there's not much we can y- really use to
0: uh, recognize her out of costume,
2: basically. Not exactly. No. Like after a minute or two, she'll, well, no, after about five minutes, she'll come back out uh, having what looks to be a somewhat garish looking sports bra on and leggings that now look to be much closer to what Flutterplume's signature look is.
0: Well, she's, since she's disappeared into the dressing uh area for the moment, at least as of when when we sort of are in the now. Um, Cav, Billy, see if you can find anything else out about Flutterplume. Ask around if you need to, and Barron will just kind of like nod in the direction of this person who Barrowin thinks is just another fighter who might know about Flutterplume. Shouldn't we ask Amy directly? I mean, if you can find her. Cav
5: looks at the, the dressing screen. Amy, may we have a few minutes of your time? How does she respond to the name?
2: It doesn't look like there's any sort of flourishes or anything in behind. She'll poke her head out. Uh, well, yes. Yes, I, I do think that you'll be able to. I don't believe that any of my competition is going to be showing up anytime soon. They usually use the other lockers.
0: Okay, well, you seem to have this well in hand, Ilan. uh, Billy. I'm gonna help Vestrano
3: clean up. Whoops, I was muted. I, I said right after that. I, I think this is where Barrow and, and Vestrano look at each other in horror.
5: One presence, people. One presence.
1: <laughs> Just means you're endearing, hopefully. This
2: Gan's name is Ilan Kav. Ilin, Ilin is, is a big, big fan of Amy's. It's a great pleasure to meet you, Ilin. Around here, I've made some fans, but more enemies, it seems. It seems that the more that you win, the lesser people want you to win. Well, beings do love to watch uh, a hero fall. So is uh, is Amy ready
4: for the the big fight in a a few days?
2: Oh, I definitely think so. I mean, exactly who comes out of the matches is still a bit up in the air, but depending on who does, it's going to still be pretty much a cakewalk. And uh, this is going to be... Nice. I'm going to be able to use the winnings from this match to send back to my family. They've been pretty quiet recently, but... Oh, no.
4: Has Amy not heard the news?
2: Wait, what? What news? From Red Lake. What news? Ilan hasn't been on Ormond Hill for too long, but
4: what the scanned heard was that the population... Taken by, by slavers. Uh, uh, this gand is so sorry.
0: I sure hope that Cav never has an opportunity to roll a social check against her right now, where there might be a despair that would be like, "Oh, this gand is being threatening." It's like, yeah, we don't. I don't know what happened to them. They disappeared. Maybe you've heard. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I mean, it, it, things could occur.
2: Sure would be a shame um, if okay. you disappeared, too. <laughs> that would be impressive for a coercion check against uh her. That would be hilarious. Um. Okay, the question I kind of have is, is Vastrano nearby? Like, as in within earshot?
3: I feel like we probably stayed within earshot while we made a show of starting to clean up. Just so we didn't miss anything.
2: Do you have any idea of which group took them? The Scraplands are such a fickle place.
4: No, Cab isn't familiar with the various groups of of slavers. How many options are there? Uh,
2: out, Out in that area, I believe there's three. The only ones that I really remember are the ones out of the Rusty Reach, but I know I've heard rumors of a few others.
4: This wasn't uh, Ilan's intention for this conversation, but perhaps uh, Ilan and Ilan's group could could render assistance in some manner if Amy is willing to do a favor for us.
2: What sort of thing is Ilan wanting? Well,
5: to be honest, Amy... And Cav spares a glance back toward Barrowin and then back towards her... The the crew sadly
4: needs needs Amy to to lose or step out of one of her upcoming bouts. the The, the crew was going to do so through our own fighter.
5: Cavil gesture in the direction of the cold shoulder.
4: But well, the the crew are bounty hunters. The, the crew doesn't. There's no contract on Amy. Uh, the crew is pursuing someone different and the means to gather the necessary information involves this task. But if Amy is perhaps willing to bow out in exchange for the crew finding the citizens of Red Lake, the the crew are well-armed and skilled in reconnaissance and combat and
5: and Ellen doesn't like the idea of that many people being in need in the first place, if Ellen is honest. I see.
2: And she'll go back to her locker and In comparison to like the locker that Vastrana was given, Amy has a much she's essentially got like a two door locker where like both open up and they're on a actual, uh, head form. Yeah, on a head form is her mask. And then above there, there's a, uh, shelf with a few things. She'll go take a look at the mask and draw a thumb over the portion of the mask that would go just under her eye. Iling, you say this, but is... Do you speak for just you or for all of your crew? Billy, you've been rather quiet.
1: What does Billy think? Cav knows what Vorin would want. Billy kind of looks at, at Cav with narrow eyes for a moment. You see the diodes kind of flare and fade like, really, really? You're going to pull out Vorin, who was a slave to the corporate sector, to Billy, who is a droid. Billy will remember this. Billy looks away from Cav, um, unimpressed by the choice um, that Cav made in addressing Billy, and states, I would happily aid you in the search for your family. As it stands, yes, we were asked to remove you from the running, but if we are to do this, it would probably be best if you were to aid us directly. We are less familiar with this area than you and your knowledge would be helpful in both our task and yours. Amy has spent time in the Scraplands, correct?
2: Oh yes, I grew up there.
1: Would you accompany us?
2: She'll place her hand on the forehead of the mask for a moment, closing her eyes and taking a deep breath. Then, with her other hand, she'll reach up to the top shelf, and she will pull down two vibroknucklers and uh, slip them on into her hands, doing the, like, punching them against each other. Oh, yes. I will be your guide. Then welcome
4: aboard. If, um, if Amy will give Ellen one moment, Ellen does need to uh, catch up the rest of Ilan's crew on the, the new task before the
1: crew. Calf. Yes. She 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 indicates how Barrowin and Vistrano are watching this entire thing kind of go down. <laughs> I believe they are aware.
5: Cav looks towards Barrowin, and their mandibles split open in a smile, like...
0: <laughs>
5: like, oh, okay, is that okay, Barrowin?
0: <laughs> Barrowin nods in a why-are-you-asking-me sort of way. Okay. okay, Amy has a deal. Do
1: you require, um... Assistance in removing yourself from these fights? Is there something we can do to aid you? Do you have goods that you need to collect from your home?
2: For this? No, I i will be quite okay with just what I have. Even if we are gone for a while, we are going to my family, who shall be able to provide at least enough for me to get back, assuming we can't get a ride back. The crew has a speeder for the moment. Uh, Ilan will need to make a
4: stop back at the Sky on Fire. If the crew is hunting slavers, there is something Ellen should pick up.
2: She will look to Billy, smile, and yell Renie here I gotta talk to you. And uh, I got a personal thing. I've got a personal thing that I need to take care of. I won't be able to be here for the weekend. I know that the house is going to lose a bit on this, but they will make so much more when I come back to reclaim my title. What is it with you fighters? Always, always making my job so hard. Showing up just to fight, pulling out of a title match. This is just going, we've been advertising. You better come back. Perhaps, Rainier, the new advertisement could be about a mysterious disappearance. We've only got two days, but I, I think I—I think we can make that work.
4: Vastrana, maybe this is a bad time to tell him you're leaving too.
2: Hmm, you guys could be back in two days.
3: I don't feel like we necessarily need to tell him. I'm not committed to anything specifically. Oh, fair point. Let's just go. Okay.
2: And then stage sneaking out.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Billy just walks out. She's got nothing to hide.
2: So we're swinging back by the Sky on Fire to pick up at least, well, like armor and whatnot, but also to pick up the Cry It's Breath, obviously. Uh, correct. Is there anything else?
1: Phil uh, Vrebo in on what's going on.
2: To which he will be eating it up with rapt attention. Like, Wait, Vestrano punched the guy out in one hand? In a ring? It was quite superlative. Wow.
3: At this point, like I feel like the adrenaline of everything has worn off, and Vastrano just looks kind of sheepish.
2: You always do so well in these fistfights, Vastrano. Uh,
3: thank you, uh, Rebo. Vestrano is a
1: cunning opponent. One would be wise to not underestimate them.
2: Oh, no. I, I would never underestimate Vestrano. Vastrano is... Knows exactly where to punch on, like, almost everyone. It seems unnerving. Almost like those stories that I've heard. You should have seen him in the ring. Well, actually,
3: Vribo, it does have a lot to do with the nerves. Are you interested in biology?
2: Oh, well, a little, but, like, it doesn't have too much to do with flying. That's true. Vribo? Yes? Might
1: I ask where 3B is?
2: In your quarters? Very well.
1: Be sure... To care for him while we are gone.
2: Oh, most certainly.
1: She she leans over and pulls a little thing out of her pocket that, you know, she keeps treats to train him. And she just says, Be sure to practice his sitting and staying. Try to keep him out of the garden.
2: Oh, yes, yes, yes. We've been doing our best to keep out of Vastrano's garden.
3: Vastrano had forgotten. And upon you saying that, he scurries off to go check.
2: And nothing has been touched. Did Amy come on board with us,
1: or is she waiting somewhere?
2: Um, yeah, but Amy wouldn't make it out of the lounge area. like very impressed with the lounge since it's been redone. Yeah, she's not gonna wander around the ship.
1: Well, I wasn't sure if she even came on the ship or if she was waiting like outside, so
2: as much as Rebo's, they're uh, being really impressed with uh, Vestrano's, like winning an um, actual ranked fight. Like, an actual fighter. Like, a fighter, a title holder. Wow. Like, pretty much starstruck as finds out that Amy's plume and, like, she strikes a pose and just, wow. <laughs> and Freebo just eats it up. Pretty much, yep.
1: Freebo does collect uh, cards, doesn't he? I can totally see him. See him have, you know, up up at... At the 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 console, there's a couple of cards just stuck in, kind of like Wash's dinosaurs, but they're just kind of stuck in there, looking cool. So, got famous pilots, a couple of fighters, just neat people.
5: Mhm. Pretty much.
0: I don't need to get anything, so.
5: Not even your
2: vibroax? No. Even yeah,
0: Barrow will just grab her blaster and grenades and stuff that she wasn't going to carry around in town.
2: Fair enough. Alright, so then everyone's sort of lit it up. I'm assuming that... Did we cover what kind of land spear this was last time? I don't remember us doing so. I don't
0: feel like we got very specific.
2: Yeah, so I'm figuring just in general, it's a open-ish one, semi-like uh, the Luke on Tatooine kind. Or at least I'm envisioning the...
1: That's what I pictured, yeah.
2: ...it open top, so... As the four of, as the four of you are seated properly, there's Amy just sort of sitting up with her feet on the in between Vastrano and Billy, like sitting on the back.
1: Yeah, sitting on the back with with her feet on the seat. Okay,
5: what does everyone feel like? Maybe some uh,
4: some black sabacc,
5: or uh, some screaming Jabba's, or maybe Wookie hair metal. Cav asks, brandishing a music player.
3: We could just talk.
1: I believe we should be able to hear Amy's directions, Cav. Aww. Perhaps on the ride home. Okay. okay. You can sing to yourself, as usual.
4: Don't worry, I won't translate. K one
5: <laughs> whispers to Billy. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Billy nods in approval of the life choice. So, you're able to head out of Whirlport. Fairly traffic isn't bad getting out like a little bit of stop and go but mostly it's once you get to the edge of the city you're able to head off in the direction of where most of the slaver areas or compounds are
1: can i ask a question real quick sure so we know that the city is kind of nasty with the the smoke and everything is the entire planet that way like when we head out of the city is are we still basically driving through smog
2: it's probably worse the smog well not so much smog but it's a scrap world like you leave the city and go into what is literally called the scrap lands so instead of having like instead of going through Trees and that you're going in valleys of actual scrap. It's about the best, like canyons of scrap, that sort of thing.
1: Who's ready for some Mad Max action?
2: That's pretty much it. Like this is pretty close to like a Mad Max is not too silly of a thing to say. So then, the sound of slug thrower fire grows louder as you come to the top of a rise. Before you is a shallow gully with a massive piece of rusted industrial pipe embedded in its center. Sheltering behind the pipe cowers a small group of humanoids dressed in a, in dirty protective clothing. Two of them, armed with slugthrower rifles, are fending off a pair of savrips, but they don't seem to be doing a good job of discouraging the ravening beings. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find true updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice.
1: You can find me, Leslie, at LeslieGS. You
3: can find me, Britt, at Atomic Firebird.
2: I'm Brandon at Blue of the Kin.
5: You can find me, Christine, and the brilliant negotiator, Ilan, on Twitter at TwelfthNight, that's one two TH night with a K. You've uh, changed, you can... Cav. <laughs> Uh, You can also find me uh, casting spells and solving not creating problems, Leslie, and my other podcast, The Glass Dagger, over at completenight.com, also knight with a K. Uh
2: That isn't what Rebo's heard. Rebo's heard the (laughs) truth. Uh,
5: About about Alan or The Glass Dagger?
1: We'll
2: see.
0: I mean, Rebo does have basically nothing but time to listen to podcasts while he's waiting for us to come (laughs) back. (laughs) That's true.
5: (laughs) I envy his lifestyle.
2: We are all at the where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Heidian Way.
1: Our podcasts are on Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show.
3: We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Heidian Way. And you can holocom us at heroes at the
0: if you like what we do and you'd like to support the show, you can find us at patreoncom slash way.
5: or you can donate a calf to us at ko ficom slash way. Obligation.
2: Right. Okay. So that that today is, and that's a billy.
5: Oh, what is it?
2: What is it? Is high risk. Ooh. <laughs> that's... Gonna happen one of these days. Ah uh, yes, going out into the scraplands, where it is a high risk for Billy. Ah ha 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 ha.